Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. I don't have much to say before we dive right into episode 55, but I do want to say that we will soon be announcing the winner of our Bloodstone Dice giveaway. Of course, we'll only be able to do that at the very end of the podcast uh, of this campaign, which will be in five more episodes. Uh, we're also going to do a, a sort of a discussion episode where we just kind of talk about what happened, uh, the good, the bad, the in-between. Uh, we're going to, well, I will release a behind-the-screen episode that I recorded with uh, Matt and Sarah. Uh, they helped me with the previous one, but I didn't want to record what we released, uh, I guess, during the campaign because I felt like it might interfere with the giveaway uh, and spoil the Arizak's surprise, which happened last episode. I'm curious to get your thoughts on, on that. But anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll still release it after the fact because I think it's a good, <laughs> good illustration of really being confident about planning for something and then, you know having to really throw that plan out the window. And in hindsight, you'll be able to hear um, you'll be able to hear me try to get the players to sort of move in a specific direction towards what I planned and it does not go how I thought. Actually some, somebody uh, in the giveaway guessed very close to what I thought was going to happen and uh, would have been eerily similar, very, very close. If they've been correct so far there have been a few elements of guesses that have been correct but i don't think anybody's really close to what ends up happening if you didn't enter our giveaway uh, you probably heard me talk about it and probably heard me go on and on about how nice these dice are they are amazing and you should really still check out even if you didn't enter the giveaway and even if you don't end up winning any of these sets, you should still go to nerdychicken.ca and check out their amazing selection of stuff. Uh, I'm definitely going to be getting myself a set of dice because it pains me to think about having to give away these sets that I got for the giveaway. So check them out, nerdychicken.ca, and definitely follow them on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. They're at chickenlynerd. That's all I really want to say. I'm gonna we're gonna hear a few words from some supporters of our podcast, and I really would like you to listen to them and give them uh, a rating or review. Tell your friends about this podcast. Tell your friends about those podcasts because it would really help us all out. And then once we hear from our friends, we will rejoin our heroes, Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Faye, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladab Fabblestabble. Hi there, I'm RPG enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Can't get enough RPG talk? Want to hear interviews with legends of the RPG world? Want to discover new and interesting games? Then let me recommend my show, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Each week on Rollin' Bones, I have conversations with content creators, industry legends, and gaming enthusiasts about the world of RPGs. I also share stories from my gaming table and give advice for players and GMs alike. 
Sound like the show for you? Then roll your bones over to RollinBonesPodcast.com or the podcatcher of your choice and check us out. Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, your source for the best in RPG interviews. Hey there, I'm Megan Catherine, host of Girl Meets Nerd, a podcast about my adventure into the nerdverse and your beginner's guide to becoming one. Up until a few years ago, I had only ever played Mario Kart and Monopoly. But then I met a very cute nerd who spent most of his time exploring imaginary worlds with his friends. Very quickly, I was won over by this nerd and his fantastical world of games and adventure. Join me on the Girl Meets Nerd podcast as I explore video games, board games, Dungeons and Dragons, and much, much more. You can find The Girl Meets Nerd on pretty much any music streaming service, including Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Meets Nerd Podcast so you don't miss a single drop of nerdy goodness. Thank you so much to Knights and Nerds for featuring me on this podcast. I can't wait to see what happens next for our heroes in this campaign. I'm ready to get my ass kicked by a red dragon. How about you? I think that's the wrong mood to take on it. <laughs> Need some confidence from the party. I, I here. Know. Be the right I'm ready to have my curse stop this dragon from doing anything at us. How about you? Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's a good place to pick up. So we had ended last session. Still an initiative. It's Arizax's turn. He had failed a saving throw to stop himself from being cursed by Faye, who cast Bestow Curse on him. And he was winding up to breathe because I feel like I've just been waiting 50, what is it, 56 episodes now to breathe fire on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? No. I think there's something a little bit better that he can do. I should also say first that uh, there is still one Githyanki who is alive. One lone Githyanki soldier. Was he in the, the skirmish? Yeah. Okay. And I'm still on the hand of this dragon? Yeah. <laughs> Gilly and Faye are both right up next to Arizax. I was laughing because is the... So you said there's something better he could do than breathe fire? Yeah. Is it like, what, blow fire at his butt? (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Blow fire out his butt. (laughs) Who has, I just want to recap, who's got bardic inspiration? I think Gilly still has his. Yeah. I think that's it. Vanna have? Yes, I have. Oh, so I'm the only schlub that doesn't have it. Got it. (laughs) You've got your key points. Just key it up. Okay, so it's Arizax's turn. He's going to, so he passed, he's able to actually act, take an action this turn. He's going to start by using his frightful presence, so everybody please make a wisdom saving throw. Is it, wait, is this against being frightened? Yes. (laughs) Is this magic then? I mean, I was asking that so I could roll advantage because of gnome cunning, but I rolled a nat 20 anyway, so... All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Let's skip that for now. Oh, Katie. Yeah. You have something called supernatural defense. 
was just looking at that, yes. Which lets you add a d6 to your total whenever your favorite enemy forces you to make a saving throw. <laughs> I have a whopping nine in total. Woohoo! Wow. Yeah, I rolled a three. Uh, Matt, what'd you get? Uh, 15. Okay. Faye? 13. Brita and Lilith both pass. Uh, Vanna and Faye aren't the only ones who fail. Cool. So what does it mean when you're frightened? Frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So it's disadvantage on everything right now? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Not saving throws, though. Ability checks and attack rolls. Okay. As Arizax puffs up his chest and spreads out his wings to darken out the, the sunlight, only Vanna and Faye tremble in fear. Everyone else holds fast. Seeing how desperately Gilly wanted the staff, he's going to clutch it tighter and say, you want this? Or he says it in a more menacing voice. You want this? I can tell. And he clutches it and the staff begins to glow. And he says, your precious friends in their airships will be torn asunder in this city. will be crushed to a pulp. The staff glows, and you can tell that he's issued a command. No, uh -oh. oh, boy. And then he throws it off the tower. Or I should say, maybe he just reaches outside the window and drops it. I don't care. <laughs> you want this so desperately, go and get it. That's his turn. And now it is Spruce. Hmm. <laughs> How, how high are we in this tower? Like, how high off the ground is this tower where we are? The tower, as I believe I had uh, made a point of mentioning last time, is that it is the highest point in the city. So I would say probably like 400 feet. Oh, like my it is, God. <laughs> like it is high up, like three or 400 feet, I would say pretty like 300 feet, I think, is 100 meters, mm -hmm. which is still pretty tall. But I mean, for a Mecca like Pharaoh's Point, I would say that that's respectable plus it's like a solarium so it's got to be up there uh -huh. back then they thought to get a better view of the stars you had to be closer to them uh-huh just jump you didn't need the bones in your legs well, so in, in theory <laughs> if someone were to fall off this tower or say jump what kind of damage would we be like how many hit points are we looking at just out of curiosity just a puddle. <laughs> I'm just Does curious. Does Bruce think that he's can survive this? Is that what you're trying to figure out? Just answer the question. <laughs> oh. I just love that. Like, uh, I think I think it's D6 per 10 feet, but uh, <laughs> it, it maxed, <laughs> I think it maxes out at a certain at a certain at a certain level. Hang on, let me check. Yeah. <laughs> oh man you know what it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter I, can't, I was die. curious because I have slow fall yeah, that's what does slow fall do for everybody slow fall uh, allows me to use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage I take by an amount equal to 5 times my monk level so 5 times 9 which is what 45 yeah the okay. max damage it's is 20d6 
20 d6. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, if you roll 20 ones, <laughs> you might actually gain health. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a neat trick. <laughs> the odds are not, not in my favor. Okay. So Spruce jumps off the tower. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next after Spruce? Faye. Faye's next. Okay. Shit, that actually, I had an idea of what I was going to do, and that, that ruined it. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. So now, okay, so now the dragon is, he's got his wing spread. He's not holding on to anything or anyone, right? Correct. Is is Spruce right up with that other Gith Yankee? I, I think you're remember. within, I think you're within glaving distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm just going to try and glaive that guy and get it <laughs> at least, you know, eliminate one other thing for us to worry about. So that's going to be 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. That will do nine slashing. And I will attack again. Oh, natural 20. Okay. Um, how was this guy looking after the first hit? I mean, he didn't like it. Okay. He, so, he actually hadn't been hit before. So. Oh, that was his first hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I want to describe this one and get that extra point of attack damage. Um, so Spruce hits him once and then uh, just kind of rears around and now being filled with fear and, and kind of anger at what just happened with the, the dragon making this command. Spruce is going to kind of step back and and grab the glaive kind of right at the hilt so that he's got the full like 10 foot length of this thing and just bring it down like a almost like a battle axe basically on top of this guy okay so then we decided it would be full damage plus a roll plus the modifier right you got it so that's going to be 23 slashing your glaive cleaves into his torso and he falls over. He's already dead. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to use... I'm going to spend a key point and use patient defense, which allows me to take the dodge action as a bonus action. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Faye, it's your turn, and then it's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have the ring of featherfall. Yep. And it lets me fall 60 feet per round, and I don't take any damage when I hit the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Jump out the window. (laughs) All right. With flourish. Yeah, describe (laughs) describe your jump. I turn around, I give a salute on my way down, and say, see you later, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Do you turn invisible as you do it, too? No. Okay. (laughs) Gotta save that one. For when I get the staff and run away and take over the city. Are you leaving Max up here, or...? He will follow. Max follows. Got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly what I expected to happen. It's Dog's turn now. Oh, I don't want to send Dog after a dragon. That's going to be the end dog. of Dog. Battle Dog. Yeah, I know, but Battle <laughs> Dog doesn't have a lot of hit points. <laughs> like... Uh... This is what you've been training for. No, I was not training him to fight a dragon. Yeah. I was not <laughs> prepared for this. Uh, you didn't teach him to roll over and play dead? 
Also not helpful, though. Um, Gildob will look at Spruce being confused, trying to figure out what command to give to Dog, and say, Spruce, I think we're going to have to crank it out of here. Spruce, yeah, Spruce will uh, command Dog to just use his movement, I guess, to get back to the ship. Dog's not, like, in engaged with uh, the dragon or anything, right? Nope. Okay, yeah, Dog's going to run back to the ship. Hey, uh, Lilith is going to follow suit and she'll take a shot at Erzax. One of her one of her arrows hits, and then she turns around and runs back towards the ship. Gilly, and then Vanna. Yeah, I guess he tossed the wand, so I'm standing right there. I want to, like... <laughs> I'm so small, and he's a dragon. So, can I, like, climb up his arm to try and stab him? Sure, yeah, of course. Or is he, like, still... I don't know, I've just got a little dagger, but I should be able to still stab him still. Yeah, he's got he's got claws on the floor. Alright. I'm gonna use booming blade with my dagger. Ooh, I rolled a nat twenty. <laughs> uh, that's so two, many in nat 20s two in a row. Two in a row. He doesn't have anyone there to confirm this. I don't, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have to write numbers down here. 10 normal damage. Is there anyone else fighting the dragon right now? Nope, just you. <laughs> okay. Just the gnome. <laughs> just me then, no sneak attack. So I think this is it's... the longest encounter we may have ever had, period. This is like three, three sessions, essentially. So Gilly charges up his blade with thunder and tries to stab him right in the joint like in a knuckle or in the wrist. He does uh, 28 damage. Oh, jeez. And one of his one of his fingers comes off. And he's like, Ugh! <laughs> Ooh, got up good. Nice. Um, I'll use my cunning action to disengage and take my movement towards the ship. Okay. Excellent. Vanna. Yes, I think being that I'm frightened and everybody else is leaving, I'm gonna dash to the ship. Shoot him! You can shoot him! <laughs> okay, I dash and I shoot as I go. <laughs> yeah, you're good at shooting. Okay. Roll with disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, no, she has disadvantage because of fear? Yeah. yeah. The 19 still hits, though. Alright. 19 with disadvantage? Yep. Oh, it's like a favorite enemy and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. 19 points of damage. Oh my god. Okay, Brita is dragging Rumok back towards the ship. <laughs> That's her turn. Okay, Erizax does like a scuba dive, just backwards fall off of the tower, spreads his wings, and points his scaly snout down towards the ground. If Faye's looking back over her shoulder, she sees this form of a dragon billowing out from the tower, coming after her. Uh, Tim, Erzax yep. takes seven and four damage. <laughs> and his fly speed is actually faster than your falling speed, so <laughs> he actually passes you, Faye. <laughs> On your left! <laughs> <laughs> Spruce, I guess, like, I don't know how, how much we should stay in initiative 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I, Gilly was just gonna yell like, if it's the end of his turn. You say, man, the harpoons shoot down that fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, Spruce would just be running back to the ship anyway because everyone else headed that direction too. Who's made the most movement towards the ship? Who might be able to, like, man up on one of the harpoons? Well, Spruce mm. has a Spruce has a speed of fifty, and then I would, I, I mean, if it was like initiative still, he would dash as well. So, did you pick up Gilly? I'm good. <laughs> he likes to be carried. You have a speed of fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'd even have to dash. You didn't go like that far into the room. But I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't You're fast, so. man. That's crazy. I'll give you. Mm. You know what? I'll give you a shot. Uh, with, I think this is probably just going to be a like a straight D twenty roll because like you're not proficient with harpoon guns. I think we said. Sur- did we say survival last time? When we were shooting at a gigantic airship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just give me a straight D twenty roll and let me know how you do. Straight D twenty. Fourteen. What's your dex modifier? Yeah, even if we include your dex is just shy of hitting Erzax. I feel like that's kind of a it's a bit of a long shot anyway. Yeah, I think we're he's probably at the the outer uh, limits of the range of the harpoon gun, but it was close. Good cool. idea though. All right, uh, let me ca- like why don't I count up how many rounds it is until Faye gets to the ground. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. We can, uh... I will say, just mentioning Outer Limits, you made me want to watch the show. <laughs> Stand <laughs> by. Well, it's tough because, like, that was their last turn, right? And every turn is like two seconds. Six. Six seconds. Okay. I'm just trying to get it because they would have like just leaped off there. Yeah, I move sixty every six seconds, and it is four hundred. So six point six 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 rounds until Faye gets to the ground, which is about Hail Satan. Yeah, yeah Hail yeah. Satan. Um, <laughs> That's horrible. Hail Satan. <laughs> That's we'll say That's super good so omen. jovial. We'll Hail say uh, forty seconds until oh my god until Faye gets to the ground. And so he's already at the bottom at this point. How- no, no, no. He, he's twenty feet ahead of you. Okay, so. Less than six seconds between him landing and me landing. Uh, well, how many? I'm just gonna. Well, you don't know how fast he is. This has become a math class. No, it's if you said he's if he's 20 ahead of me and I'm moving 60 in six seconds. Right. He's he's moving faster than that. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying it'll be be less than six seconds between him landing and me coming after him if there's only 20 below. That's correct. Yeah. So he'll he'll take five rounds to land. He'll take six in a bit. I'm more so thinking I'm going to have Max ready. Okay. What's everyone on the airship going to do? Are we still like in any form of initiative here? I don't know if I'd want to keep you guys in initiative if you just want to tell me what you want to accomplish in 40 seconds. We essentially have 30 seconds until Airzax gets to the ground, right? Uh, yeah. Because, like, Gilly just disengaged right before he jumped. Get to the chopper! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we can do on this airship in 30 seconds. I don't think these things can maneuver that quickly. Well, are your characters thinking about 30 seconds, or are they thinking about what are we? What do we have to accomplish right now? Um, 
Yeah. I'm thinking okay, so... of how to continue to attack uh, Arizax because I'm still in blood rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would want to like one. Yeah, get us in a position where we can at least like see Arizax and see Bay. I don't like if we need to shoot or whatever to be in a good position to do that. But then also, I'd probably go over to Brita and see how Rumok's doing and see, yeah, you know, how bad a shape he's in. So in the just to fill like a very quick time, like afterwards, if I have an action, I would have like run to the edge and pulled out a wand of magic missile that I've had forever. It's got 120 feet range, so I was going to try and shoot Arizax one more time. All right. Before he Go falls out of range. How many are you able to unleash? Uh, it says, Swan has seven charges. You can use an action to expend one or more. One charge first level increases spell slot level by one for each additional charges. So I want to use as many charges as I can. <laughs> So I have to check magic missile. Cast a spell using spell slot second or higher. Creates one more dart for each slot. So base gets three darts. So you're doing ten, ten darts or nine darts? So one charge gets me the first level. So then six extra magic missiles on top of that. So nine, so nine, nine magic nine missiles. Yeah. Wow. So a whole flurry is on my last ditch effort to help out. And there are 1d4 plus 1 force damage. And he's going to hit me? No, they no, all target. I don't even have to aim to hit. automatically hit. Yeah. All right. Now to do maths. That's 31 force damage. Wow. Yeah. Is the rod, like, useless now, or does it regain charges? It regains 1d6 plus 1 expended charges daily at dawn. <laughs> Probably could have used this way before this moment. <laughs> <So> many times. <laughs> That's... Wow. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. I can't... It's honestly the second thing on one of my lists. Like, yeah, I have when the eyes, eyes you... diamonds, wand of magic missile, healer's <laughs> kit... <laughs> when the hell did we get that? A long time ago. <laughs> Probably in the underground. Wow. Because it would have been just around when we got the diamond. That's crazy. Mm, two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I whacked him good with it, and then I'll, yeah. I'll move on to the ship to join the others. Because that would have yeah. been my quick action before getting on the ship. Okay, and while this is going on... I guess like once Spruce gets back to the ship, uh, Spruce is obviously going to call a tattoo dress meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really have time for that? Like, is that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to call for, I I mean, I, I'm not going to call, you know, our immediate party into it, but, um, I'll call everyone else, but really I'm, I'm mostly hoping that Alasha kind of answers very quickly. Um, just to give them a warning that the iron, the iron guardians are going to be on the move and probably attacking now. Um, and also there's a red dragon that's, uh, <laughs> uh, present and it's an His enemy. His name so, is Arizak. Yeah. 
So, yeah, just to let them know, because they're still like the Warriors Alliance was surrounded this whole time by these Iron Guardians. So if they all of a sudden start moving in, I want them to be prepared for that. Can I ask Gilly, are you taking Arizax's severed finger? <laughs> sure. Let's say I somehow picked that up along the way, slung it over my shoulder. <laughs> it's not like the entire finger. It's like one knuckle. Okay. It's like it's, I imagine. I don't know how big this dragon is, but yeah, I'll, I'll grab it. Sure. <laughs> Seems more like my last druid character, but something came over me and I took it along. <laughs> Maybe it's got a little piece of dragon bone in there I could use later. Totally. Um, if. Gilly gets on the ship and sees Spruce going to the trust. I would just be screaming, like, move the ship! Like, get this thing moving! Try and rile up our, our dwarves to get this thing in action. Rangrim, like, takes one laugh, last puff on his pipe, and then he, like, s- like snuffs it out. He's like, oh, okay! <laughs> okay, Let's crank! Faye, as you're falling, you see this cascade of bright magical bolts surge past uh, surge past you and they just one after the other slam into Arizax as he continues to descend but he's he's, you can like smell a little bit of burnt scales (laughs) 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 what's everyone on the ship uh, doing while you're screaming into motion wait I have a question I should also mention this Hmm. Githyanki airship Wheeling around has been coming towards the towers now, focusing more on uh, on the airship now. Yeah. It's still a little ways off, but it is becoming more of a threat. Matt, what were you saying? Uh, yeah, question, just logistically. So, uh, Candace, you said that Max is going to follow Faye. So as Arizax flies past Faye, would she get an attack of opportunity with Max? Ooh. He is floating. Yeah, he he was I'll give out. You an attack of opportunity at disadvantage because you're still afraid. Ha <laughs> ha! Nice. <laughs> was it worse? The... No. Oh god, those were both terrible rolls. Never mind. It's wasted. Um, I'm uh, eleven. That somehow became an eleven. Yep. Wow. Oh yeah. It's not bad. You hear this you hear this metal clanging and Max just goes spinning into the air back into your hand. He's a little bent. Oh. <laughs> that sucked. Let's find after targets. <laughs> like, Max has zero care about what's actually happening. He's just like, I want to stab something softer. <laughs> Is this the end of the world for you guys? Too bad. I can take you right Are back we going to dog to a butts. Store? <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to dog butts. <laughs> Katie, you said something about Vanna checking out uh, Rumok? Yeah. He did not make it. <gasps> he's dead? Rumok is dead. Oh, no. Wow, he sucks at saving throws. He only had. Did he only have three? Did he fail all three? Mm hmm. Rumok's terrible. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you were the one that made him Speaking come. ill of the dead. Yeah, I was going to say nice eulogy. <laughs> Spruce is just this like, Rumok's terrible, throwing him over the side of the ship. <laughs> no, no, no. I was never in favor of the aerial burials. That wasn't me. That <laughs> was so... Piece of shit, get off my ship. 
<laughs> that was Matt speaking, not not Spruce. <laughs> Aerial burial, bitches. <laughs> Can we use the body as a weapon to try and like bludgeon Arisex? Guys, that was our taint sniffer. I don't think it matters anymore. I think we're I, I think we're past that. Fine. Yeah, we're all That's covered in taint. It's everywhere. <laughs> pour pour one out for uh, for Rumak. Okay, so everyone on the airship is focusing on cranking. <laughs> he was kind of useless, though. <laughs> no, he had a use. He had the one use. <laughs> a singular use. Yeah. As everyone on the airship is focusing on cranking, Faye is becoming more and more keenly aware that uh, Arizax is going to land before she does. Can you describe your approach, like, as we get down to ground level? All right. So I bring Max close and I say, we have one chance at this. We're going to stab him in the head. (laughs) So I would probably bring him close and be ready to extend my hand. And we're, like, face first going down to the ground. Downward thrust! And we're going to try and just stab him wherever we can. Ideally into the brain, though. you roll... Okay, ideally to the brain. Can you roll um, six wisdom saving throws? I just want to see if you're still frightened. Also, before I stab him, if I get to, I would like to say something. So just let me know if I get to do that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I rolled an actual 20 on my first one. Nice. Okay. So this episode is lousy. You're no longer afraid. (laughs) So I'm normal afraid. I know. Like, this is. (laughs) very very (laughs) suspicious indeed okay I'll give you inspiration for jumping off the tower and as you near the ground you can see Arizax he lands on the ground you can almost feel the shudder of the earth and a cloud of dust spreads outward as he as he hits the ground or as he lands he doesn't hit the ground and he looks up and you can see a, a yellowy brightness coming from his mouth. I knew it. What are you saying to him? Or what are you saying as you plunge towards him? Do I, am I going to have a chance to stab him before he breathes fire at me? That's not important. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I'm going to, I will jump down his throat with this sword out like if I need to. Just screaming, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what is it that you say? All right, so I extend my sword, ready to plunge it into him, and I say, "Sorry, I can't even say it. It's so bad." <laughs> I literally spent the whole bathroom break googling sayings that I could say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not good. Okay, wait. So I extend. I can't even look me in the eye. Matt is actually looking like, his head in shame at me right now. I don't even know what it is. I extend my sword, ready to thrust it into him, and I say, Stabs all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) I told you! I told you it was bad! Faye's better than that. (sighs) He, his his mouth closes, he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear the other option? Yes, yes I do. (laughs) It can't. Are you going to try to workshop a couple on your way down? 
<laughs> oh, you didn't like that one? How about this? <laughs> what was the other one? Max, I think we need to whittle this down. <laughs> That's the only other knife off fun I could find online. What? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I only had two minutes to Google stabbing puns. <laughs> All right, so just edit the whole last ten minutes out. <laughs> Fine. I extend my sword. Extend my sword. Knife to meet you. <laughs> well, we did that one last time, I'm did pretty we? sure. Damn it. <laughs> Somebody, I think I said you it. You said it, oh, yeah. Son yeah. of a bitch. I extend my sword, ready to thrust it into him and kill him, and say, this is it. And that's all I'm going to say. How's that? That's better. Thank you. It is better. This Would you do a bonus episode that's just 100% of your, like... <laughs> Just like outtakes. Of, <laughs> of wait, 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 guys! Not with this one. Probably last words. Can you make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage? Sorry, with disadvantage. Yeah, because you're falling. You really don't have much to. Dexterity saving throw. Yes. Six. I rolled an eighteen for my first roll. Mm. Just so you know, you motherfucker. Good thing I used that natural twenty to not be scared. What about slice to meet you? <laughs> See, now you're still thinking. Oh, it. come on. <laughs> it was rolling it's about derivative. a million by. You could say, why don't you just get the point? <laughs> you should have just quoted Link when you downward thrusted. Yep. Yeah. Hey. this. Going to take 56 <gasps> points of fire damage. Oh my god. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Hey, wait a second. Doesn't he. You have a ring of fire resistance? Well, yes. But doesn't he also have. He's still cursed. No. Yes, oh. I did roll a 19 to start. Mm-hmm. Alright, I have ring of fire resistance, and that's the with the fire resistance? No, so it would be half of that, so that's be 28. Oh. That's better. That is. Mm hmm. Yeah. Better than dead. And it's much cooler to survive and come back out <laughs> through the flames. I agree. Through the fire and flames? Fire and flames. Uh, okay. Make your attack with advantage. Me? I would give you super advantage, mega advantage if I could. Ooh. But I can't. But um, you do have inspiration too. Yes, I do. Matt, 20. Matt, 20. Oh, that'd be so mm-hmm. rad. Uh, I just wanted to ask a question. I have a staff with three charges of ice storm. Uh huh. Our fire is it resistant to ice, or is it actually to do more damage? Like, is this like a Pokemon situation? <laughs> ice <laughs> attacks are super effective. Yeah. Wait, so you just swap out Max for the staff, like last second. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on, Max. No, wait. Like you, I was you. just more so wondering. Ice to meet you. <laughs> I don't think a lot of creatures in D&D actually have, like, a ton of, like, elemental weaknesses and stuff. I don't think that exists on dragons, but... That's all right. I will just continue to stab him. And so, um, is his mouth still open from breathing fire at me? Because yep. I want to launch Max down his throat. Because Max can hover, right? And fly from me. Choke on this... What are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a video of your roll just in case it's a nat twenty again. Because no one's gonna believe it if it happens again. <laughs> okay, what's happening? I'm just rolling for my attack. 
With, with advantage. With advantage. And I have inspiration, correct? Well, advantage didn't do too much, but it's still that. So you use inspiration. So I'm going to use my inspiration, because my advantage gave me only 10, which is plus something else. Inspiration! No. Wow, real bad. Real bad. All right, so uh, I rolled in my best out of that was 18. 18 hits. Yes. Now, do I do any extra damage because I'm shoving a sword down his throat? Or do I just do the regular 1d8 plus 4? It would still be the regular if he's if he's doing his magical dancing the way that he normally does. He's just going down instead of across. Alright, so 6 damage. But now he'll be in his throat. Can he dance in his and stomach he... and slice up his insides? Okay, so that would be... You would still be one turn off the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we still have another round together. Okay. Before you actually, like, this will be the round that you come down. Okay. Bless him with the staff. Okay. So now I'm going to roll to see if he can become, like, not cursed for this turn. We're actually getting, I think, only maybe two rounds left of this curse. So there were five down, one on the ground already, one in the air... So I guess this would be third round number eight with the curse, so two more after this. Because hmm. Candace cured her fear, like, first roll. Yeah. Right? Yes. So she would have yes. been able to do stuff all the way falling. Oh, but I don't know how you, the dragon did. Can you make a roll? Now that you took damage, you have to make a roll to see if you're still concentrating on the spell, correct? Mm. Oh, the feather fall? It's a ring. Well, she took the fire no, damage, and she's still concentrating on the stoke curse. The curse. Oh, right. Oh, curse. on the curse. What do I have to roll? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking that up. Okay. I should know this rule, but I don't. Cause I'm a crappy dungeon master. You're the worst. Why do we even play with you? I know. Honestly. <laughs> it's not like you come up with like really good storylines and character development or anything, and. Like I knew Arizax was a dragon the whole time. Yeah, not even a surprise. <laughs> it was just you, you like, fucking lettuce there. First episode. Okay. Just kidding. I had no so idea. The, you are like the. It's a constitution saving throw, and you took 28 points of damage. Mm hmm. So the number you have to beat is 14. 18. Oh, okay. Erzax is still cursed. You're so constitute. Yeah. And he looks at you as you sort of drift to the ground like a slightly singed snowflake in front of his <laughs> eyes. At last, you and I are alone. Is, is he hitting on her? <laughs> <laughs> Blast him! Blast is, him this a, is this a Beauty and the Beast situation? <laughs> there has not been enough time for Stockholm Syndrome to set in here. Arizax just goes, Tale as old as time. <laughs> he takes out his bloody stub and caresses my cheek. <laughs> Gross. Also, how does he say finally we're alone when Max is just gargling down his throat? <laughs> There's a sword in his You could have a real painful BM leader. 
are we going to be like uh, going back to the like meanwhile on the ship kind of thing? Or are Meanwhile we on the ship and Gilly's just screaming, die, die, die. <laughs> <laughs> I only ask because I want to drink a uh, healing potion. <laughs> Gilly's screaming, dive, and Spruce is just walking away from the edge of the ship, wiping his hands like, so long, Githyanki. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even call him by name. <laughs> oh. Arizax glares balefully at Faye and he says any last words where's the staff it's like on the ground a few feet away it's his turn though right uh huh mm-hmm. any last words yeah one second <laughs> you just wait <laughs> for your turn. <laughs> yeah, can you just one second? No, can you just give me five seconds, please? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes, I do have last words. Three, in fact. Arizax, Arizax, Arizax. <laughs> is it going to work? Can I, do I have this moment to talk? <laughs> I mean, he's giving me an opportunity here, right? He glare. He bares his teeth, opens his maw, and then he kind of shudders a little bit, and he stops, he says, well, this is this is bizarre. I don't like this feeling. So I do get his chance to talk. <laughs> this has never happened to me before, I swear. I'm just really tired. <laughs> Had a long day at work. <laughs> My fingers he failed his saving bit. throw against the curse. <gasps> Candace, it is Faye's turn. And I said his name three times. That is to- Faye uh-huh. totally thinks that is not because of the curse. <laughs> she forgot that she had <laughs> the curse. She's just like, I said his name three times. <laughs> every time. All right, so I'm going to actually roll and grab the staff. Or just like run over and grab the staff. Okay, is it okay? Like nothing. It's out of his way. I'm not passing him to get the staff, right? Uh, I guess I guess it's right there. Okay. Sure. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna grab the staff and I'm gonna turn invisible. Uh, and then I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, he'll take an attack of opportunity at disadvantage. Because he can't see me. Also, isn't Correct. he frozen? He can't make any moves. He doesn't take an action okay. because of the curse, but he can still move and can still take react. What's your armor class? 14. You're going to take 22 points of slashing damage. And then six, actually, sorry, six points of fire damage halved, so three points. Uh, Are you still up? I am unconscious. Presumably, okay. you become visible again once you're unconscious. Yes. It'd be way cooler if I didn't, because yes. then you guys wouldn't know where I was. <laughs> now, you have a necklace called a periaptive wound closure. Yes. I remember. Do you recall what that does? Uh, it stabilizes me. Oh. It says necklace wound closure stabilize double hit. So I don't know what that means, but that's my short form. You stabilize whenever you are dying mm-hmm. at the start of your turn. Okay. In addition, whenever you roll a hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points it restores. Every time? Or just. Whenever you roll a hit die. Man, I have not been utilizing that. 
Back to the airship. You guys were a few rounds behind getting everyone aboard and cranking it. Uh, you see, you're approaching sort of, I guess, uh, sort of like, I don't know if you're going straight down, but you're kind of going as quickly down as you can. You see, I guess, Faye lying prone on the ground. You see Arizax turn around and take to the air, and he's coming up to meet you. What's everyone on the airship going to do? Shoot him in his stupid, ugly dragon face. Okay, wait, first, so... Uh, like before that happened, Spruce is gonna drink his healing potion. How much? Uh, how much damage does a harpoon do? Um, good question. I'm gonna say like um, two d10. Let's say that. Ooh. And like we made sure they were in good working order before we left. So mm. sure did. How many places are there for which to fire? A I think there are three harpoon placements. Uh, perfect. How at this point? How how high are we off the ground? Uh, I would say about 140 feet. I will get on one of those harpoon guns. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Rangram's like, we're gonna need a bigger boat, you guys. <laughs> um. Yeah. Spruce will man one of the harpoons as well. Oh yeah. I'm ready for some harpoon action. All right. I steered the ship into a dive already. We got the four dwarfs cranking away. Yeah, Rumok's body sliding all over the deck. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Hopefully he gets like jammed up in a corner for now. <laughs> Just, Just like his tongue is hanging out. His arms are like cocked all over his head. And, is the floor mm-hmm. like slick with blood. Mm. His eyes have turned into little X's. all right so it's a straight d20 roll yeah so the dc i'm gonna set a bit lower because here he's flying directly towards you so everybody roll a d20 except for me right yeah not not candace she's firing a harpoon from the ground where she's unconscious uh (laughs) Yeah, Kitty, why don't you roll uh, your wisdom saving through like five times? Five times? What do I have to get? Fifteen. Okay. I just got it on my first one. How about that? Okay. All right. Savannah has shaken off her fear. Yay. Shake it off, shake it off. I'm a brave girl. (laughs) (laughs) I know, little bitch. Everybody gave me a harpoon shot. I mean, everybody as in Kitty, Matt, and Tom. Oh, oh I, have, I haven't rolled yet, I guess. Spruce very much failed. Do we add anything to it? I got a 12. Like, is this I a dexterity a- weapon? or We're not proficient, think- right? Yeah, I just went with a straight D20. Yeah, because I don't think anybody's really proficient in this type of weapon. So I just yeah, went with we a straight get- D20 roll. I just for, didn't know uh, if we got any, like, stat bonuses, but not proficiency. Don't some people still have uh, Bardic Inspiration? Yeah, I do. Yeah, speaking of which, I'm using that because I rolled a lot, so I'm going to re-roll. Okay, so if it's no, straight 20, Bard- I'll Bardic use inspiration. Bardic Inspiration. That's not a re-roll, is it? You get to yeah. add like adds a, a D8. It, it just adds a D8. Bardic Inspiration is just a D8. Yeah, so if you rolled a 1, don't So that brings me up to an 18. Hey, 
And Matt, how did you do? Two. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Spruce is Two not- harpoons go wide, mm-hmm. one connects. Tom, you want to roll your damage? 2d10. 2d10. So that's seven. Seven damage, okay. I think we got some soft harpoons. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. It's just the type of thing you'd find in like a Nerf gun or something. Rangram's like, my bad, I put two of them were like the Nerf kind. (laughs) I just said that. I was thinking it. You guys are such a couple. Here's axed. (laughs) <laughs> does not recharge his fire breath. Yeah. With one harpoon lodged in his chest, he's going to sort of latch onto the side of the airship. Yeah. You can feel it tilting, listing badly to one side with the, the weight of this dragon. He's going to attack. Can I scream at him? Sure. <laughs> like, just disgusting gnomish profanities. They're in gnomish. I don't know if he speaks it. But just like Underdark slang, so you know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going. I was rolling to see randomly who he attacks. And I rolled. <laughs> he has three attacks, and I was like, one, one to two is Katie, three to four is Matt, five to six is Tom, and I rolled five six six. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> wow, you really offended him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll start off with his bite. Uh, total of 28. Ah! Uh, <laughs> wow. For one bite? No, not damage, but to hit. Oh. Yeah, oh. to hit. 28 to hit. I was going to say, I'm like, that's, that's a big well, bite. This one doesn't hit one of my mirror images because I rolled too low. Okay. So this one's going to hit I forgot me. about those. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) But he still hits me, so go go ahead. Okay. Uh, 17 piercing. And uh, five points of fire damage halved. We'll call that two points. Is that like one attack? Yeah. He's got like fiery talons or something? Fire teeth. Because I can um, use my reaction to half the damage. So, yeah, so that was from his dodge. Bite. So what would that be? Uh, it was 19 in half. Uh, call that uh, 10. Okay. Uh, one crit with a claw. Oh, is he targeting me with another attack? With all three? Uh, I guess. All like, three. is it multi-attack? Yeah. So the yeah, second so you- one, he'll target... Um, my dude, one of my images. Ooh, and... okay. <laughs> we'll call that one the crit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they've got uh, 15 AC, so I must have hit, and then they it dies. And then the last yeah. attack targeting, I'll roll. Uh, there would only be one left, and I didn't roll high enough, so the next one will hit me. So 14 points of slashing damage on the last claw attack. And I've already used my reaction, so 14 damage. Spruce. All right. Go get him, buddy. Yeah. I guess Spruce is just going to, yeah, run up and start hacking at him with with his glaive. Heck yeah. Okay. 
I think that looks especially cool because you have like a pole arm. So it's like, get off, oh, get off of the ship. <laughs> Poke the heck out of him. Bad dragon. I... Hmm? So, sorry, he's just like latched onto the side of our ship, but how's he like getting into attack? I'm not well, visualizing you're on the, you're on the deck. Oh. Yeah, you're on, you're on the top of the ship. Oh. And he's just like hanging up and like, yeah, yeah. And he's a, okay, he's a big it. old dragon. All right, so that is a 20 to hit. Hey, yep. Yeah. That'll do nine slashing. And the second one will be a 23 to hit. Um, oh, wait, let me describe this. Um, okay, so wait, am I like swinging off the side of the the deck then? Is that kind of how this is looking? Or is he on the deck enough? Like, obviously, he had to swing a his hand across at least to, to attack, right? He sort of got his like hind legs mm-hmm. and claws like like latched into the side of the ship. Okay. So imagine like a cat trying to get up onto a counter. <laughs> like like Mufasa. <laughs> like Mufasa right before Scar throws him yes. off the cliff. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Spruce is gonna yeah, go like towards one of his front claws there and just uh I guess hack at it once and then take his glaive and really try to drive it in sort of um, kind of right dead center, right in the claw, um, straight in, drive that glaive right into it. And that will do... Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I dropped my D10. Hang on one second. <laughs> it's so far under the couch. Kids <laughs> <laughs> up. Oh, yes. Uh, 15, 16 slashing for the second attack. I mean, I guess I'll make make an unarmed attack. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Against a dragon. Um, Ooh, wait, actually. On that second attack. No, never mind. I'm not going to use it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make it a stunning strike. I need a, a key point. I was thinking because I have dis, uh, I have disarming attack, and it means that I can you knock out of his hands his claws. Oh, the uh, the ship. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> he's not wielding the ship. It's anything he's holding. Oh. It doesn't say wielding anything that the creature is holding. But I don't. You know what? I don't care anyway. I'm, I would rather do a, a stunning right. strike. So yeah, it's okay. going to be a stunning strike. So he has to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh, geez. This con bonus is only plus nine. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I rolled an at 20, so fuck <laughs> off with that. <laughs> uh, such a waste of a key point. But you know what? I am then still going to... That's not the only ones rolling nat 20s around here. <laughs> I, am, I am still going to make a an unarmed attack as well. Uh, uh, no. Probably. 12. He chuckled at you. <laughs> you just punched a dragon twice. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Doesn't matter. When I make an unarmed attack, I get agile parry, so I don't care. <laughs> it's still helpful. Please, monk, do it again. <laughs> it amuses me to see you flailing, so... Gilladop. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to pull out... Wait, wait Scorpion one second. Hog. Wait, 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 wait. When is dog... I guess dog would have been after you. Yes. 
I just have to also say this entire time when we were saying airship, I was picturing us in like the Goodyear blimp and not taking this literally like a literal ship in the air. I thought we were in the Goodyear. <laughs> oh, really? With all yeah, the little yeah. rooms, different rooms <laughs> <Yeah>. in it. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I was visualizing. I was so confused. I'm like, wait, the deck? What do you mean? That makes more sense. Okay, so mm-hmm. wait, dog gets an attack? Sure, why not? <laughs> um, yeah, dog will just use a, a bite at uh, one of Arizak's claws, I guess. Oh, oh, wait. And I'll get advantage because... Because why? Because Spruce is within five feet of the creature. Oh. And, the, and I'm not incapacitated. Pack tactics. Yeah, the dog has pack tactics. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's going to be 17 to hit. His teeth just glance off Arizax's tough, scaly hide. Oh, poor dog. Gladab. All right. So seeing the ferocity of uh, Spruce and Dog, I think Gilly's actually just going to run in, get charge at the dragon and... Uh, <laughs> What hand did I chop his finger off? <laughs> um, like a, I'll run hand? up to the his cut finger if he's using it to grab onto the ship and try and stab <laughs> him right in the wound. <laughs> oh, that made me wince. <laughs> it's going to sting real bad. <laughs> okay, that'll hit. I got an 18, so that's 28 to hit. Yeah, I think that'll do. Uh, 37 damage. Oh my god. And, and he shouldn't move. <laughs> or it's that that old song and game again. He's gotcha. all, full of, okay. all full of thunder energy. <laughs> right. He's looking very much injured after all of this. And you stab him in the hand and he takes his hand away and he like shakes it. He's like, oh, <laughs> right in my nub. <laughs> Fana, your turn. Uh, I will use... Well, how far away am I? Not, not far. He's oh. at most at most 30 feet away. And that would be if you're like at the opposite side okay. of the ship. Then I'll use my longsword. Run up? Yeah. Alright. 23. 23 does hit. Do you say anything to your age-old nemesis? putting me on the spot. I know, it's not <laughs> so easy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll add it in post. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you. I couldn't come up with that on the spot. Vanna oh, nods. Oh, Gilly's, Gilly's just thinking, I, I can't wait Vanna to strip nods. you for parts. <laughs> Vanna nods. Deathly. <laughs> Aggressively. Fifteen? As Giladob runs and stabs Arizax in the hand, he takes his gigantic clawed hand off the ship. Vanna surges forward and buries her longsword in Arizax's chest. And with that, the dragon goes and lurches off the ship and begins a dead fall towards the ground. Don't land on me, don't land on me, don't land on me, don't land on me. And I'll scream, good riddance, dragon scum. 
or something. As you're yelling after his body as it falls away from the airship, you notice that there's still a harpoon lodged in him. Oh, shit. His weight might have negative impacts on the flying capabilities or the direction of the ship. <laughs> what what are what are these harpoons connected by? Rope? Real thick rope. Okay. Um Spruce is gonna wait, we're not in initiative anymore, right? Mm, but we're gonna cut away <sighs> the airship. <laughs> we basically just get an oh shit moment. Yeah. Realizing that the cable is slowly pulling <laughs> taking more and more slack away. Mm-hmm. Faye begins to fade back into the world, seeing blurred shapes about her. She recognizes the place where she fell down. She recognizes Pharaoh's point. Oh, no. Oh, no. She recognizes... She can hear... She can hear screaming. She hears, so long, or good riddance dragon scum come from above her. <laughs> Feel a hand kind of slapping your your face a little bit to try to bring you back to, to consciousness. And you immediately recognize the reddish brass armor of Agarand as he kneels in front of you. He looks a lot different, though. On one side, he looks like the half-dragon that you remember. On the left side of his body... His red scales are transitioning to slimy blue. <sighs> Part of his snout is grossly misshapen, with just the beginning of tentacles uh. coming from his face. One of his eyes is bright orange, the other is milky white. One of his arms is completely gone, replaced by a long muscular tentacle. Is that the one slapping me? And he, yeah, a little little sucker on the end of it kind of grabs your face. <laughs> and he holds up the staff of control in front of you, and he says, "We will stop the attack on your city in exchange for the crystal and the gems, and then." White-blue light envelops him, and he disappears as he teleports away somewhere. Oh, damn. And that's where we'll stop. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>